Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Malaprops and Moxie. This is your host, Taylor, and I am really excited for this episode. I recorded with Garrett Tishy, who is the owner of Huga Coworking. We're friends, and I have been able to kind of live life alongside of him for the last four years. And on this episode, we talk about being separated and dating. What happens when your life kind of ends up playing you a card that you weren't expecting? Um, you're single again, you have to get back out there, and how do you handle all the things? And so we do talk about some serious stuff. There's some really funny things in there too. Um, this one's a little bit longer than normal, but I think it's worth a listen. I really hope you guys enjoy. So sit back and happy listening. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Malaprops and Moxie. It's been a minute, but I'm here with a guest and today's topic is divorced and dating with Garrett Tishy. So Garrett, tell the folks who you are, introduce yourself, whatever you want to share about yourself. Sure. Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to offer you one correction. Okay. And let's say separated and dating. Um, okay. Because I am still not officially divorced, um, which is, um, uh, I would say a um, appropriate thing to correct as it pertains to this conversation yeah. that we're going to have. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm Garrett Tishy. I'm the owner of Huga Coworking, uh, four location coworking space. Uh, for the point of this conversation, I was married for 10 years, um, currently going through a separation um, and dating. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Quick and easy. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> You're so simple, but so complex all at the same time. All right. So I guess, you know, the concept that I want to touch on is like, obviously, when you got married 10 years ago, the thought was probably like, this is forever. And then obviously now you're changing that decision and moving forward with different avenues of your life. So with that being said, now that you're here and you're in that moment of separation and dating and whatnot, um, like, what was it like, I guess, when you decided, all right, this is happening. I'm ready to maybe move on. Like, how did you, how did you get back out there? Like, where was that turn? Sure. So, yeah, these are, these are tough things to talk about. And I'll, you know, I, for those that are listening, the, I want to pay respect to, to my wife. Yeah. Um, who uh, I have a good relationship with. We have a daughter who's six. Um, together, which means we have to, um, we don't have to, but we should be amicable and, and be respectful of each other. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad every day that um, we did not figure out a way to move forward. And I'm sad that, that um, I chose to, um, or at least feel a sense of sadness often about not being able to figure that out. Like yeah. that's, that's a failure. It's, it's one of my biggest failures in life. Yeah. Um, and that and it is, um, I am, in some part to blame for not being able to do that. So yeah, married, um, 10 years. And, and I, and I would tell you the first, <laughs> your first, my first thought wasn't my second thought. Wasn't my third thought was like, what is my dating life going to be like? <laughs> um, yeah. I can, and I can, I can tell you when, when you come to the revelation, if you ever get to that point where you decide you don't want to be with someone, um, that is, that is like a weird, really weird moment um, that hit me like a ton of bricks and destroyed me for, for a long time. And, and it is that thing when you meet someone, you know, in your early twenties, you get married, 
the, you you'd never you don't take those steps. Nobody gets into a relationship with the with the the knowledge that it may fail. Mm. Like with the hope or even like sure. why date? <laughs> right. Like what's the point? If you if you're to anybody out there that's like, "Well, I'm going to go on this date and it's definitely not going to work out." Like why? Why? Yes. Oh my gosh. I totally Just agree. Just don't do it. Yes. <laughs> like we we waste so much time. So when you embark on a you know, 10 plus year journey with someone um, or, or you marry them two years into, you know, and, and you have a child, you do all these things. The hope is to be together forever. Yeah. Um, the reality is that people change. Um, we evolve. And if we don't do it together, um, you're screwed. Mm. So um, all in all, let's get back to the question. <laughs> how there was no moment where I was just like, Oh, I'm going to start dating again. Um, I'm, I don't believe in the apps. I don't believe in, um, uh, you know, that culture. It, yeah. it, I I think that comes from being in a relationship and watching so many of my single friends go through that experience and just having it be awful. Yeah. You know, this like, well, I swipe. You look interesting on paper. You look great. You look good in a photo. Cool. Let's go see if we're compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, feels bad to me. It always has. And for those that don't know co-working and the world I live in, it's it's so heavily built on like human relationships. Like yeah. how do we get to know each other in real life? And um, some of those people like you become like close friends of mine and other people sit in the periphery. Um, but there's something about that that made apps feel unnatural and something that I was never going to get behind. Yeah. Um, I I just think it puts the focus on the wrong aspect of what makes a relationship uh, important. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was months and months after I separated that somebody made me want to date again, um, that, I, that I ran into and met a person that... Um, excited me and the you know they were a person that I saw in real life um, that I that I had random conversations with that wasn't about dating and things like that it was we shared a mutual interest that's why we were in the space we were in and eventually that um, connection and and communication went to Instagram and just DMs and um, eventually led to a first date yeah Uh, and that I, I didn't know if I was ready you know like and it it's it felt okay enough to um, give someone a chance, knowing um, that maybe I wasn't ready to do this. You yeah. know, I've been with someone for 12, 13 years, my entire adult <laughs> life. Yeah. I have not kissed another person. Yeah. I've not touched another person. I've, I've been with the same person for a long time. So inherently, like, very nervous going into that. But knowing that my world is surrounded by just like, I just talk to people. That's what right. I do. So I like that you brought up that it like, it wasn't until you m- like interacted with someone that made you realize like, Oh, maybe I could date again. Yeah. And it wasn't like this plan that you had like figured out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that is, I feel like that happens more when you're older. Like we talk about people who date just to date. It's like, why the heck would you waste your time when you know you're not going to like, commit to this person for the rest of your life. And I think that just comes with experience and age. And like, you know, I remember when I was in my twenties, I was like, it's fine. I'll just keep dating them. Cause it's fun. But now as a mid 30 year old, I'm like, if you don't know, then let's go. <laughs> yeah. It, and sadly, I feel like the culture is started this. It's a game of odds. Like if I go on enough dates with people, 
I should meet someone I like, right? I mean, yeah, uh, you'd think. You'd think, but <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think that for me, um, the the more challenging part became uh, as I stepped into that was like, how do I evaluate? Like, have I been out of this relationship long enough? And have I spent enough time processing everything that went wrong? Yeah. Um, all the things that I did wrong and how do I meet this new person and kind of bring them in, mm-hmm. in a weird way, you know, that's, yeah. and, and I'll never forget being, um, being with that person for the first time and, and, uh, at dinner, we just like went and sat and had a coffee and ate some food and, um, kind of very quickly had to be like, Hey, listen, before we like do all the thing, like, you know, I need to tell you. I'm separated. Mm. I have a six-year-old. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm like, (laughs) let me just air it out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, let me put all these things on the, on, on the table. And, um, yeah, I just threw them into the world and have to be like, how does that make you feel? I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause that was going to be one of my questions. Like, how do you bring it up? Yeah. It's, it's so funny (laughs) in a weird way that it's quite literally that. Right. Like you're just like, so let me run down this checklist. Um, one, two, three. Do you hate any of this? Because this is who I am right totally. now. Totally. Because and yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and to be honest, like I, I think that the coolest thing about that approach is it instantly gives you something to talk about. Dating. Totally. Like I, I can have a conversation with a rock. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I think that a lot of people struggle to make that. And it's like, well, let's talk about like baby meanies and you do like dogs. And it's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, like, is that your dating voice? Yeah, that's just (laughs) people bad dating. Um, But like at some point you're like, I'll figure out your favorite color at some point. We don't need to talk about. Yes, totally. You know, and I, I I think we, we, we have, there's so much like, oh, you don't talk about religion on your first day. I'm like, no, we fucking absolutely should. Because what if, like, y'all are on polar opposite? Yeah, yeah like, totally. Let's talk about politics. Yeah. Do, are you racist? Because <laughs> we should probably get that out of the way. Yep. Um, I agree. And and I, I think that it forces you into this world. And to be honest, that first date, um, this person was like, yeah, to be honest, I dated someone that was separated. And turns out I was the rebound for them. I would, And I was the first person out of their marriage. And mm. it it went on for a little bit. And then they realized that, like, I helped them reevaluate a lot of things. And then they left me. Mm. And, it's, and I struggled with it. And I do have a genuine fear that you do that to me again. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, like, I think that's kind of what happened there. It was just like I... Somebody had to be the first person I date. Right. And, and this person could have very well been the next person in my life. Sure. The, the next, the only person could have been the one. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out they weren't. And um, yeah, that was a, a weird, tough experience that they're, to be very honest, like I, at some point in that, because um, we did go on multiple dates and we hung out and we did a lot together. I had a moment where I was like, I think I want to try to work on things with my wife. Mm. And I crushed her. Yeah. Um, and it was hard. And I feel like I feel bad because I don't want to hurt anybody. Sure. I think that 
I think dating is a, not your intention at all. Like basically dating is just this, like it's a war and there's just going to be casualties. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can do my best to be upfront and honest about my situation and hope that people inherently make their own call on the risk of dating someone like me. Yeah. Um, like it, it doesn't necessarily, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of shit, Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm a business owner. I love working. I have a child. I love working out. I'm very into being fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm separated. I'm alcoholic. Like I have all these things. So maybe you're just like, I don't give a damn that you're separated, but I really don't like that you have a kid. Yeah. And that's weird. Cause I don't know if I want kids. Right. Maybe I want my own. Yeah. Do you want your own? Like, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, on that, I remember on the first date being like, do you want to get married? Do you want your own kids? And there have been people that I've dated that are like, yes, I absolutely, I need to get married. And that is a deal breaker for mm. me. Like, I'm not saying that I don't want to get married again, but I, I can't promise somebody that that is, and if it is so important to them to have that checkbox in their right. life. I'm probably not the right person for them. Yeah. I run the risk of them growing resent for me. Mm. So, I I mean, it, it's good that you like know what you want and know that you, what you can and can't offer because I feel like, I don't know. I think too, like you're a dude, I'm a girl, not saying that gender roles are always normal, but I know that women tend to be more like emotional about things and we like think really far ahead in advance, I'm, you know? So I like that you're, to the chase up yeah. front. <laughs> but I would say like, I'm more emotional than ever. You mm. know, like my, my life is in a lot of ways defined, um, in ways that someone that is single may not have. Like yeah. I, I, I got married once. I, yeah. I don't want to get married again. I would marry the right person. Someone that excited me so much like it, that, that I didn't question it because I know a lot more now. Um, you know, I have a little, I have the best kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so she's we, pretty cute. She's, she's so freaking awesome. <laughs> um, so I just uh, need to, yeah, it just has me uh, a little different. But I'm probably more emotional about it than ever, um, more than ever. And I and I, I I think this has been kind of the experience all in all through is meet a person, someone that excites me enough to like, like I met you in real life or or I met you through some interaction that wasn't you just asking me if I'm single mm. on Instagram. Like yeah. we just chat about things or I bake on Sundays and share that. And that draws me a lot of conversation. Some of which is clearly loaded. Some of it's just like people being friendly and like, yeah, you know? Um, so let me shift gears a little yeah. bit. Cause I feel like we've talked a lot of like heavy stuff. Do you have a, funny or embarrassing or like this was hilarious moment in in your recent I guess since being going through a separation and dating that you were like wow I am rusty or I need to figure out how to date again yeah um you know what what is I'll I'll say like I feel pretty good at dating mainly because it's just Getting to know people. Well, yeah, and you said you can talk to a rock, so yeah, that's all dating is is like chit chatting. Like, yeah, well, it's like how how do I enjoy time with people? Like, not look, and and I'm a bit of an experienced guy. Like, I'd much rather um, 
not just sit around and eat yeah. dinner with you. Like go on a hike or yeah, yeah like whatever. Let's, let's like, let's do. Or bake. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. That, um, yeah. And yeah. we can talk more about that. But um, I, so I, my first date, let's just talk about the first. Sure. Date. Yeah. Let's Love just, it. let's just start there. Um, I, for some reason was like, oh, I'll just pick you up. Like, and I just, that's not like a world we live in anymore. Like, right. I, Turns I was out, just <laughs> thinking like, what? <laughs> Chauffeur. Okay. Yeah. Like picked her up for dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just imagining you being well, like, I'll be at your place at seven. <laughs> yeah. I'll just like come pick you up. And, um, yeah, like, and, and I have like a hard line on dogs and I should know better. <laughs> And I remember like getting out of the car and like walking up to the door and ringing the doorbell and her dog just like sounded off and I didn't realize she had a dog. And that was like my first like, uh, but I'm going to deal it. Like I'm here yeah, and you seem wonderful. So like maybe I can overcome right, this yeah. dog thing. Yeah. <laughs> she was really into her dog. Um, and a lot of people are like, kudos, yeah. not my thing. No disrespect um, to the dog lovers no, out there. I'm a cat guy. Same. Yeah. Give me that, give me that cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love a good cat. Um, and yeah, so we go, we drive and like that, honestly, the drive was really awkward. Like that initial, cause I, I wasn't going to start the whole like album. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just far enough to like make it awkward probably. Mm-hmm. And then we have a perfectly fine time that, um, and she, thank God, this person was absolutely the sweetest. Like, mm. And, and I think that these, this story is a little bit, um, is a, is a really good representation of how hard dating is. Yeah. They, so it turns out they, um, she had ordered something that actually she was kind of allergic to, (gasps) but didn't realize that basically this whole place like doesn't bake friendly, like make friendly food for her, but she kind of like ate it, but not really ate it. Oh no. Um, and it just like creates numbness in her lips. Oh, so just a good. little numbness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I come to find that out and that was like awkward. Or was that like, just a line for her to try to get a kiss or something? No. <laughs> like. It's like flirting gone bad. No, it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't flirting. It was real. Oh gosh. Um, and then we, we leave and we, I drive her home and like, I'm not kidding. She got out of the car so fast. Oh. Like when I pulled in that driveway that I was just like. Oh man, I thought I thought that went okay. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not like like the car was on fire. Yeah, fast. Maybe um, she just needed to take some Benadryl. No, like she so she texts me one minute later and was basically like, I I could read you the text. Like it's just like I'm so sorry. I didn't know what to do, and I freaked out. Oh, like no. was I supposed to like invite you in, oh, give you a kiss, like give what's you the a next hug, step? And I just ran. <laughs> She's like, everything was wonderful. I would love to see you again. That's hilarious. But it was like, that was like, I was driving out of her little like community and like, yeah. really sad about it. <laughs> like, what just <laughs> Like, I didn't think it went that bad. Right. Um, it's so true though. Like dating is so, if you aren't on exactly the same like wavelength yeah. as the other person, so many things can get misunderstood or yeah. read differently, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that, the ending of a a first date is such a weird thing. It yeah. Is, and and even um, Jessica, who's in my life now, and and I am deeply and madly in love with her. Um, like we, God, I hope 
she's okay. Like we had a less than like, it was an awkward end to our first date um, <laughs> that resulted in an awkward hug. And um, did I you have to do the car hug where you have to like sideways no. arm no, wrap she, somebody? She kind of like like a forklift me. <laughs> it, I don't hate me, Jess. I wish y'all could see his hand motions right now. That's yeah. awesome. It's yeah, and it's it's just like. But it's true. If you like the person and you're already, they're already making you nervous in a great way, you like forget how to act normal. Yeah. I like, think. And, right? and this was during the pandemic that we met. So you're oh, just shoot. having like yeah. a, um, a little bit of a like, can we touch each other? Right. Like in any way? <laughs> right. Like, how do we end this? And of course, once you ask the question, it gets even more awkward. Yep. It's like, cool. Well, I'd like to just take all your clothes off. <laughs> and like, that's where I'm at, but I'm not going to say this out loud. Grab the hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was wonderful and weird and leads to. I love that though. And now it's just a funny story that. Yeah. Um, Turns out she's a wonderful hugger. That's great. Now y'all know how to hug properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when you, and the, and the whole thing about that for me is like, I, I like a long embrace, but like what's too long for the first date? Right. And <laughs> so do you, like, is it awkward to ask them? Like, yeah. can I hug you for a long time? <laughs> can I hug you a long time? <laughs> hug you a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're just like, I'm tall. So like, Aaron, that means their head's going to be against my chest, which is like a very intimate thing. Like head in chest is intimate people. Like yeah, all you can hear the heartbeat and like people that are like, I'm a hugger. I'm like, you have to realize like this is an intimate thing. Like mm. you, I don't think people. I've never thought of that. And I'm always in people's chests. You don't realize that like I'm short. how, how incredibly uncomfortable most Huggers make people. Interesting. And, and they think it's fun. Like, it's like a weird, like, <laughs> I'm a hugger. And you're just like, wow, you're going to make someone so uncomfortable. And I'm so glad if there's like a thing that came out of coronavirus that's yeah. like, and I, there's no silver lining. So I say this, like, yeah. knowing that like my business is suffering and everyone's in pain. Right. Um, people don't shake hands and people don't hug anymore. So you don't have to worry about being put in those awkward situations. Yeah. Get out of my business. Anyway. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. All right, so note to self, everybody ask Garrett before they hug him. Never give a back hug either. It's ask not funny. <laughs> I don't know. People like giving back hugs. They think it's cute. I'm going to sneak up behind and give you a little <laughs> hug. Don't do it. It literally will kill me. No forklift hugs. No. Yeah. Yep. It'll kill me. I'll just melt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, well, I kind of want to know, like, what advice you might have for people who are separated and dating or maybe, like, uh, I don't know, something that's been positive out of yeah. this because obviously like separating is not fun or easy or pleasant so yeah you know where's the happiness out of it I guess so I think that so there's a couple things that I've 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 learned um mainly out of so much of the the issues that I had in my past relationship was um feeling um like I feeling unsafe and sharing a lot of how I was feeling um, and, um, that some of that was self-imposed and some of that was the fault of, of my wife. Um, but ultimately like in the end, it was my choice to not share certain things about how I was doing and how I was feeling. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we, we, we control how we feel. We yeah. really need to own that. Um, and that has been, um, um, important in, in kind of navigating this. And I, I think this stuff is applicable across the board. Yeah. Remember, like, 
any just be yeah my marriage comes with a lot of like legal paperwork and things and a kid and this but at the end of the day if you've been in a long relationship and you get out of it um nothing nothing there's we can't take that away from you that, yeah. that you're you know i think that i just have i just spent a lot of money on a wedding did rings and had paperwork and a child like a lot of, you can do that without getting married yep um well can't do the paperwork thing sure so you can spend a lot of money <laughs> i think that i i it was it was a really really good thing for me to take a step back and not rush into anything and kind of take things as they come and i think we should be way more okay with just walking away from things that don't feel good mm. right away i think that if you sit down with a person and something bothers you and you you are you are you, they are clearly not checking a box that you really need like even if this results in you continuing to be alone you walk away from it like we end up deep in things because we're we like being with someone like it's really comforting more yeah. than ever yeah like when we're all stuck in homes and and like like what are we willing to make a concession this, in, yeah our decision in, yeah yeah a, a, and and one day it's going to come back and i i think there are I, I know that I, I don't want to speak for, for, for my wife, my ex, but I don't, um, I believe that if she looked back, she made concessions to be with me and I did the same. Mm. And the cool thing is, and I'll never regret that relationship. I have, we have a beautiful child together yeah. and, and I think that, you know, allows us to not regret anything. But for me moving forward, I, you know, through through all the dating, and I feel like I've done my fair share of it over the last year plus, um, which has led me to Jessica, who is, she's my person. She's <laughs> she's a person that I feel more than ever, like I'm not shying away from who I am or who I want to be in any way, shape, or form. Mm. A person that, um, yeah, brings out a, a side in me that has been long gone, Um that makes you know even amidst everything going on like can really 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 make me smile that's so Um, good (laughs) yeah and I think that's just tough like it's it's I if you had asked me a year ago if I thought I would be uh, if I'd be where I am today in a dating time like no yeah definitely not and and mainly because I'm it was kind of that cynical like it's not all fairy tale it's bullshit like you know, it, like, yeah. this is just what it is. I'm going to meet someone I'm going to like, and we're going to date, and it'll be fine. You know, maybe I'll get married again. Maybe I won't. Like, kind of this ho-hum, like, attitude towards mm-hmm. it. Like, And then, then you get out there, and then, like, oh, like, dating's not that bad. These are people aren't for me. Like, I had some nice experiences, but eventually it just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And then you meet the person, and you're just like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, somehow I, I miss this person the moment they walk out. Mm. I... Um, can do the dumbest things we do together are the most wonderful yeah um, you know she she wants to be involved in my life I want to be involved in her life um, the things that scare each other about each other are on the table and we talk about them and we we, we are always reevaluating like especially because we met in a weird time mm-hmm. um, a pandemic with crazy political stuff and yeah. all these things um, yeah let's just make sure we don't we're not living in a fantasy world and I'm just like starry eyed over there something because I feel so lonely. And the answer is like, Oh no, I'm, I'm genuinely like 
there. Yeah. And I think it's just, just, I think it's okay to question things as long as it results in action yeah. one way or the other. Ugh. Yeah. That gives me a lot of things to think about too. So, hmm. yeah. What else was on the list? You Ask honestly me. answered a lot of the questions that I had for you. I, yeah, I was going to ask you about dates or DMs, but you answered that. Yeah, the D- I tell you what, the because I know you get some DMs. Yeah, with people, your baking activities. Yeah, so that <laughs> I think there was a while where I wasn't uh, like I could probably flip back through and like you'd be like, yeah, this person was flirting with me. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that because that was all new to me too. Like people just like my my Instagram feed used to just be my child and my ex, right? And then I start talking and eating food and my following grows and, and people are, you know, your engagement changed. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I, that's how I met Jessica mm-hmm. was on Instagram through, um, through DMS and months, you know, a month plus of just chatting about random social justice things and baking and ice cream and without ever discussing dating. Yeah. Like to be honest, like mm. I, pretty sure based on her feed that she was with somebody mm. like and we were just commiserating over ice cream yeah it wasn't ever <laughs> until it turned to a point where i was like like her yeah like are we do we want to just get together and people are so forward yeah I've, and i've had just people go like are you single yeah like oh i'm out, sure just flat out like not even like just yeah well the dms are so easy to like just yeah. Go for it, right? Because the worst that happens is they just don't respond. Yeah. So at, there was a little more conversation. Then at some point I was just like, screw it. And broke all my rules. and was just like, do you really want to come over here and eat ice cream? Like, serious. Yeah. And she's like, you seem like a, a wonderful, lovely, and genuine person. And I, I would love to meet you. And I feel like we could talk forever. And she's like, here's my cell phone. Wow. And we switched to texting. Text, yeah. And... I think we got together the next week um, and had a, like, really wonderful, weird, great, awkward first date, <laughs> um, which led to a second date, third date, and, you know, we're coming up on five months. And Wow. It's like you know, it's been five months. That's crazy. She's everything. I just met her in real life yesterday. Yeah. Took long enough. I know. I'm happy for you though. I mean, it obviously it's always nice to, I come from a, you know, split family and one parent never remarried, which I always thought that like my mom would. And then my dad, you know, remarried like multiple times. So, you know, I think about not just you, but like Olivia and like, you know, like, I don't know. It just, there's, there's so many more things at play when you, have multiple people in your life. So it's it's good to see you happy and that it's positive. Yeah, thanks. But there's people, hope out there, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, I just, I, I think that there's other ways to doing things besides apps. There's plenty of people that are single. There's good guys out there. There's just, how do you get there? And I, and I mm-hmm. think that the pandemic um, is weird. I think Instagram is an incredible tool, but I, I think it is, you know, it's, it's, led me to a person that but I also put myself out there a lot yes I love um merging worlds I always think that the more people merge their friend groups the more 
people get to meet other yeah. people in real life, like out in the wild, as a former Huga member used to say. She used to always be like, yeah, I met this guy out in the wild. And I'm like, what? And she's like, like out at a bar. And I'm like, oh, so like not on a dating app. Yeah. And it is refreshing when you when you get that opportunity. Yeah. And I like I'm my whole personal brand is just being like very honest on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, you I th- are. <laughs> I think that I had the luxury of if you if you creep creeped on me, which I feel confident that everyone that I dated did, like you knew what you were walking into. And then after you talked to me, like, oh, Garrett is who he is. Yeah. There's no surprises, right? Yeah, like that's just what he, it's kind of what he looks like and it's how he dresses and, oh, he's got the same mannerisms as he does when he sits there and eats cake. (laughs) Like, that's how he eats. Yeah. (laughs) Except he doesn't talk with food in his mouth like he does on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) They find that out eventually. Eh, You know. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I, before I leave you with my malaprop of the day, if you want to share where people can find you, if they want to follow you in your adventures and truth. Because he's got some good truths to drop, people. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, I'm at Garrett Tishy, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-I-C-H-Y, everywhere. Um, and I'm not single, so don't. Taken. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Yeah, madly in love. <laughs> it's, it's a problem. It's kind of gross. It's I like annoying, it. but I'm happy for you all at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Like yesterday um, when we met Jess, it was like weird to look at you, I feel like. Because I was like... I don't know what Garrett looks like with the girlfriend. Like it was yeah. just, you know, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. But yeah. also like really great all at the same time. Yeah, it's, it was definitely, it was <laughs> nice to have her around people. Because yeah. I think she's, I think a lot of people are like, why is Garrett so weird and happy all the time? Like he seems even, like shouldn't he be sad? His business is failing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I have this, this, this wonderful human that's just like, lighting me up yeah uh, even on the worst days so. i love it all right here's my malaprop of the day you ready i'm ready i think you'll be able to figure this one out but i picked it out just for you cool all right so it sounds like instead of dating a bunch of people you have stuck with a monotonous relationship <laughs> <laughs> yes, you get it i do monogamous, monogamous. yes uh, i was word. really proud of that one it's not a word that people throw around too often monogamous yeah. I heard it last night on The Bachelorette. Yeah. Well, that's your first <laughs> mistake. <laughs> well, you, I thought about The Bachelorette when you were talking about, um, oh, laying it all out there. Because for them, they have like literally however many, six weeks to like prove themselves to this chick. And so a lot of them just are like, all right, first date, let me tell you about all the things. But it's like, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Like what you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> That's all manufacturing. I don't want to get me started. I know, I know. Don't, okay. don't compare okay, bachelor okay. to my dating. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, we're going to go. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll be back with another episode. And thank you, Garrett. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. This episode of Malaprops and Moxie was recorded at the Huga Coworking Podcast Studio. You can find them online at wearehuga.com, and that's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. The music was recorded and produced by Young Citizen. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and write a review.